welcome to another episode of Encounters with the Father. I am your host, Brian Splitstozer, and today we're going to have a little bit of discussion on what's going on and how frustrating things can be. And I don't know what this means. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Encounters with Your Father. I am your misspoken host. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Encounters with the Father. I am your host, Brian Spudstozer. Today is such a glorious day to be alive. It's such a wonderful time in our history to be on this earth. I know things are rough and things are tough and things don't look good. But looking at the biblical times and the history of our Father, these are the times when he starts revving up his engine and he starts getting ready to demonstrate that he is our God. He is the one true God. And with that, Heavenly Father, I welcome you into this time, this time of sharing your heart and what you put on my heart with all the listeners. And Lord, I ask you that you just anoint the words that come from my mouth into the listeners' hearts. Anoint them, touch them with your love. Let your love pour out today. Because there's a lot of people that are going to be listening that are in despair. They're worried because of all the things that are going on. And Father, I ask you that you just bring a word for them today that will bring the peace to their heart encouragement and a confirmation that you truly are in control. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now, we all know that there's a tremendous amount of stuff going on. And it changes. Almost seems like by the minute. You can check on social media. You can check on the news. And the stories have changed. The stories have changed. The stories have changed. And sometimes it's the same story different views of it and it can get discouraging a little bit because you start worrying about your family you start worrying about your kids your grandkids and what what is this world going to be like for our grandkids it's scary to think of and yeah we can sit here and believe and we know that God is in control but the reality of it is, is we have to walk this out. And I know that there are people out there that believe that Jesus is just right around the corner and a rapture is going to come and we're all going to be taken away from this. And you know, it's not true, folks. <laughs> you guys, it's not true. There's so many things in the Bible that have not come into existence that the Bible promises has to before the returning of the Son. 
and this is a time of reflection. This is a time of looking at yourself and trying to get as close to God as you possibly can. Please, please don't think that you're it. Don't think that you and God are best buddies because you're so close to him because he talks to you. He talks to you because you're his son. You're his daughter. He's our father. He's going to talk to you. But there's a place that we need to get to. We should want to get to. And I want to propose a question to you. And I don't want you to just automatically answer this question. The question is this. We know that Jesus is your friend. The question is, are you his friend? Has he asked you to be his friend? That's the true sign of an intimate relationship. That is a true sign of friendship. When's the last time you asked Jesus, what is on your heart today? What can I do to help you today, Jesus? Tell other people that will automatically just go, oh, there's nothing we can do to help him. There's nothing. I mean, he's Jesus. There's nothing that we can do. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Ask him. Ask him what it is that you can do that would help his heart today. Do you know that there's not very many people in this world that ask him? We're so in the business of asking him to help us with our circumstances and this one and this one. And we pray for our grandkids. We pray for this. We pray for our jobs. We pray for our cars. We pray for all the stuff. And he's like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And our prayers are, gimme, 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 make my life easier. Bible's full of situations where the intimate relationship with Christ is what he wants. He wants, he's coming back for a bride. He's coming back for an intimate bride, a bride that he will take into his chamber. And when you take somebody into your chamber, they're your best friend. So take a moment and just think about that question his friend and you told him that you would be his friend and then ask him ask him what you can do for him today what if it's just would you go see the guy down the street for me please or do, do this or do that or maybe he's going to tell you you know what I'd really love for you to do? I'd love for you to take the day off work today and just get quiet with me for the day. And let's talk. Now, some of you are jumping up and down and going, yes, I'll do that. We're heading into a time and a place as we know that none of us have ever been People are looking for the easy way out. The easy way out is Jesus is here. The rapture is here. We're going to be taken home. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. No, 
we're going to have to walk some of this out. And we need to be prepared to do that. The enemy is going to come at us with everything he has to try to destroy the bride of Christ. That's what he does. Because if he destroys the bride of Christ, do you know what he really does? He crushes. He would crush our Lord and Savior's heart. He would crush it. And that's what he would prefer to do. He couldn't kill him on the cross. Made him stronger. But how can I hurt him the most? I will destroy his bride. I will destroy his church. I will deceive them. I will make some go to the right and some to go to the left. And because of their belief systems, because of their unbelief, because of their doubt, because of their fears. We need to stand up and stand in who we are as Christians. But unfortunately, there's many, many of us that are still trying to figure out who we are in Christ. I'm not talking about being saved. I'm talking about your identity in Him. I had somebody just recently give me an instruction. And the instruction was, ask the Lord to give you 100 ways that He sees you or Maybe that maybe ways isn't the right word. When he sees you, what does he see? When he looks at you, what does he see? And be quiet and listen. Don't use your own interpretation, but let him tell you that what he sees when he looks at you. And then write them down. And I'll share a few of them with you. First it goes pretty quick and then all of a sudden it stops. But the first one he says when he looks at me, he said, son. And then it was boy. Man. And then this one was hard to write down for me. It was valiant son. And valiant is showing courage determination an intelligent being and respectable son respected son most worthy grounded anointed kingly now listeners this is not some way that I see myself at all and some of them really get you because the world has tried to convince you that you're not any of those which is what the devil has to do. He tries to convince you that you're not worthy of being called any of these things by our Heavenly Father. So I would encourage you. I would encourage you. This is not a fast assignment. Because when you start hearing things that are contrary to how you feel about yourself, it's going to take time for them to work on you. And you're going to have to chew on them. personal challenge 
hear the Father tell you these things about how He sees you. It's a challenge, but it's actually, it's very, very beautiful. Very beautiful. And again, I would encourage you to take on that assignment for yourself. And maybe that would get you, to spark you, to encourage you to stand up and tell people how you love Jesus. Pastor said over the weekend, he said, it isn't enough to believe in God. And I've said that for years because Satan believes in God. The fallen angels believe in God. The demons believe in God. So if you sit there and think, well, I believe in God, you're at the same level as Lucifer and demons and fallen angels. The difference is you are in love with Jesus. That's the difference. Believing in God just gets you saved. But what happens after that? Your relationship with Him should change from just believing in Him to getting to know Him to falling in love with Him. transition to me. This world is full of darkness. This world is full of hatred. And I'm sorry to say, but the hatred and the darkness is going to continue to grow. It's going to grow. And we need to link arms. We need to grab those who we love and hold on to them and guide and protect as the best as we can. to the one that you love and don't let go don't let go and work together and press in your relationship with the father together a little podcast ago or maybe last week when I put it out it was place of refuge These places are coming. They are, they are coming. <clears throat> and we need people that are going to be willing to, honestly, leave your job. You're going to have to sell your home or leave your home. If God is putting it on your heart to go and to do and to build this place, He'll supply all of the needs, all of the needs. It's going to take an element of trust and a huge leap of faith to leave where you are. Leave what you know and leave what you do in order to follow him and be obedient to him. Because we are getting into the place where he is going to rely on our obedience. And one of the things that I strive for very hard is to be as obedient as I possibly can. Because on my day, I don't want to stand in front of him and have to answer, I asked you to do this. I asked you to leave your job to go do what I needed you to do. And what I wanted to do because you didn't do it, I'm going to show you 
how many of my children didn't make it home. I couldn't handle that. And I pray that you couldn't either. So, spend time on your knees. Spend time on your face. And cry out to Him. And tell Him to use you any way that He needs to use you. And be ready and willing to drop everything at that. Drop a bat to follow Him and to go. I recently did that when I moved from Arizona up here to Minnesota. I left everything because He told me to come up here. And it's a very huge leap of faith. We all can do this. He's written about it. That he, he's going to use us to do all of this that He wants done. That He needs done. And ask Him to fill your heart with the compassion. The compassion that you need to fulfill that walk, to fill that call. To be available for Him to be be available to him to be used and because if he wants you to do something bad enough you have, you need to realize that he puts you on this earth for this particular time there's nobody else that he has in backup if you say no to him what he what his plan for you is it goes down the drain See, we want to believe that he has somebody else. Well, if I don't do it, he'll do it somebody else. What a cop out. Do you want to go before him and go, no, I didn't have any, I didn't have anybody else. Can you imagine if, if Noah would have had that? Where would we be? Oh, you got to get somebody else. <laughs> so I just want to encourage you. I want to encourage you today. One, tell Jesus that you want to be his friend. That you want him to establish a trust in your heart. That he trusts you. That he will share some intimate details of his heart with you. And maybe even some of his pain that he feels every day. be ready to go because if he doesn't and this has happened to me he just in a moment's notice he'll take your job away he'll take your career away it'll be ended in a moment's notice and when you look up go what just happened and you might hear the same words that I did now you work for me Let him work on your heart. Let him get you ready. Because the time is coming that many, many of us will be walking away from what we've known and what we've done to trust him and to follow him and to believe that he will take care of every need that we have. Sounds kind of scary. It is challenging. But 
to be in a place where the creator, our creator has picked you and go, okay, this is what I put you on the face of this earth. Okay, God, I'm in, I'm ready to go. I despise everything that what this world stands for. So use me, use me to make a change. Use me to change some hearts of your children and bring them to you. So with that, if you've been struggling with everything that's been going on and wondering if God is real, I want to encourage you and I want to tell you, He is real. He is a Father that will never, that will love you, deeply love you, and He will never leave you nor forsake you. No matter what you've done in your life, no matter what sins you've committed, it doesn't matter. He loves you and he wants to make a difference in your life. So if that's you, I ask you to just close your eyes and just repeat this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I believe you came down here on earth and you died on the cross for my sins. I ask that you forgive me of my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Thank you, and in Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, welcome to the kingdom. And I want to pray one more time for all of us that are trying to find our way through this time. So Heavenly Father, we just come before you as your children. We ask you, Father, did you prepare us? You prepare our hearts. You prepare our wills to line up with yours. And we ask for your direction and your encouragement and your, actually your rebuke if we're out of line. And we ask you to prepare us for what it is that you put us on this earth for. And you begin to manifest your presence in our daily walk even more than you have. Lead us, guide us into the place that you have for us so that we can be used, we can be used in the end time harvest and to prepare the way for the second coming of your son. We thank you for it. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I wish you all a beautiful day and God bless. Until next time.